Welcome to the History Blurbs podcast. I'm your host, Katie Smith, and this was not the episode I had planned this week, which is why I'm a few days late posting. I'll be back next week with the episode I had originally planned, but I wanted to take time to talk about Kofi Annan. Kofi Annan passed away just recently, within a few days of recording this, and I really wanted to do a podcast on him, so I needed a little time to try and do him justice. I had the experience of seeing him speak just shy of nine years ago, and his speech kind of gently challenged a lot of notions that my 20-year-old self held. So, just a little background to start off. Kofi Annan was born in Ghana on April 8, 1938. He had a twin sister, and he was descended from tribal chiefs on both sides of his family. He was fluent in English, French, and several African languages. He joined the UN in 1962 as a budget officer for the World Health Organization, but left in 1974 to become the director of tourism for Ghana. He said that he actually thought he would go into Ghanaian politics, but it just didn't work out that way. He was the director of tourism for about two years. In 1997, after serving in several different roles for the UN, He became the first black African and the first person from within the organization to become the secretary general. He served for two consecutive five-year terms. His first major initiative in that role was to completely overhaul the UN. He established a cabinet-style body to assist him. Key proposals in a July 1997 reform agenda included the introduction of strategic management, a 10% reduction in posts, and a reduction in administrative costs, among a lot of other things. In 2001, he was jointly awarded the Nobel Peace Prize along with the UN. At the time, he was praised for being preeminent in bringing new life to the organization. In 2007, after his retirement from the UN, he established the Kofi Annan Foundation in Geneva, with the aim of mobilizing political will to overcome threats to peace, development, and human rights. The same year, he became chair of the Africa Progress Panel, which advocates equitable and sustainable development in Africa. Despite all of these achievements, he made some pretty glaring errors, and I think it's important to remember those and remember that these figures are people. They're humans. They make mistakes. Kofi Annan was head of the UN's peacekeeping operations in 1994 when 800,000 people were killed in the Rwandan genocide. And in 1995, when thousands of Muslim men and boys were massacred in Srebrenica. He did try to learn from his mistakes, though. In 2004, he said he should have done more to prevent what unfolded in Rwanda and that events there and in Srebrenica had reshaped his global thinking. When Kofi Annan retired from the UN, he gave a speech in which he talked about the idea of global solidarity. His parting words from his position of power were shots at an unjust global economy and what he saw as a contempt for human rights. But he ultimately spoke fondly of his time at the UN, expressing emotion at leaving what he called this mountain with its bracing winds and global views. He said, Together, we have pushed some big rocks to the top of the mountain, even if others have slipped from our grasp and rolled back. And while I look forward to resting my shoulder from those stubborn little rocks in the next phase of my life, I know I shall miss the mountain.
And with these words, we remember Kofi Annan, who was, after all, a mere mortal and fully capable of human failing, but who tried, who fought for human rights, and who believed that if we looked out for each other, things would be okay. Thanks for listening.